Welcome back to another episode of the EPL Boys, your home to everything from game fixtures to news from the English Premier League over in the good old UK, because I hear they're having such a party over there that people are getting in trouble. As always, my name is Matt, joined by my best friend through the interweb, JD. JD, the week, this week has gone by quickly. I'm I'm not even going to front with you. It's like... The fact that we're here again recording, I'm just like, Jesus, is it already Friday? Yeah, I mean, I had off on Monday, so it already feels like a short week, because it is. Um, yeah, shit, it's already Friday. Goddamn. Um, yeah, I don't know, this week... I mean, work's been... Work's been killing me, but... You know you know what I did do uh, th- this week? So last week I got a new iPhone... And uh, it got me three months of free Apple TV Plus, which I have been dreading having to buy because all I want to do is watch Ted Lasso. Me, the the biggest soccer fan ever. I have not seen Ted Lasso yet because I don't want to have to buy Apple TV Plus because I pay for every other fucking streaming service. And my new iPhone got me three months free, so I started Ted Lasso. And you know what? I fucking love it. Not that yeah. not that anyone ex- w- anyone would expect me not to love it, but like, it's amazing. I'm only four yeah, episodes you, in, but it's amazing. When when you're done streaming the whole series, I'll take that login because you're not alone. I have not seen okay. it either because okay, I yeah. also too do not. Yeah, have. I will share that with you. I have three months free started, and it was started. Uh, when did I log into that? Probably like Sunday or something. So yeah, plenty of time. Um, yeah, you watch you watch the series, so I don't interrupt you. You yes, watch the please. series, <laughs> then you, then you give me the login, then I'll watch the series, and then we will come together and fangirl together. Hell yeah! But um. Yeah, uh, this week, like I just described, really fast. It was nice we had a couple midweek games to kind of preoccupy our time. Uh, I, we're not going to talk about it too much today, but Liverpool beating Arsenal uh, 2-0 oh, yeah. in the EFL Cup semifinal. Um, Jota. So, uh, basically, we'll we'll probably do like a small review right before the final. Like, we'll like add it into a normal episode. We're not going to do anything special about it. But um, I, we've described on the podcast before that, like, the FA Cup and the EFL Cup will kind of, uh, will give it some attention, you know, to the, like, at the end. But it's really hard to cover it with the English Premier League, like, 60-14. Like, don't ask I me mean, to do that. Matt, like, Matt, I'm going to be unbearable if Liverpool win a trophy. So, just, uh, just well, so you I know. Mean, that's, you're unbearable now. So, I mean... <laughs> It's just another Tuesday here at the EPL boys, but um, it's a third. Yeah, it's so a Thursday. I, I was just making it more of like just oh, it's just another Tuesday, just another th- like again. I didn't mean by it. I know what day it is. Okay, I'm. Do this you? isn't like yeah. Okay, it's Sunday, right? It's Sunday. Was there football on today? There might have been football on today. Okay, um, but uh, back to the uh, matter at hand. We had a few uh replay, not replays, but we had a couple postponed games. Uh get their actual 90 minutes this week. Uh, we'll start off Tuesday. Brighton won, Chelsea won in a game where Chelsea looked a very, very good side for all 90 minutes. But once again, Chelsea 
are having just the most difficult time getting it all together. And of course, Brighton are good for at least one goal. I mean, an absolutely an absolutely easy goal off of a corner kick. Oh, God, as a United fan, I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, I, I, a goal from Ziyech and a goal from Webster would see this game go 1-1. JD, Chelsea had a lot of... A lot of opportunities in this game. I mean, at one point, you're almost sitting there, especially like going towards the end. You just expect Chelsea to get a late goal. They had endless opportunities. Dude, it, it, what? Like, what is going on with Chelsea right now? This is fucking ridiculous. I, I, I think they played Brighton at the wrong time. Brighton are on a tear of these late goals, these late equalizers. I mean, the 60th minute, it's not that late, but still. I, who's surprised? I, I am not surprised. I mean, I, I predicted Chelsea would win this, but I I wasn't counting Brighton out of it. Like, I, th this does not surprise me in the least. Right now with both teams, Brighton on the up, Chelsea not having a good time. So, I I don't know. I mean, Hakeem Ziyech scoring, I, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I mean, I, honestly... And honestly, I'm not here to, like, say his, like, celebration was, like, you know, who cares about his celebration? But he looked like he could care less that he just scored a goal. I mean, that's to be fair... That's because he's going to be out in the summer. It doesn't matter. To be fair, I also think it's along the lines of, like, you know... I'm not trying to be mean here. It's just, like... I just feel like the attitude at Chelsea is pretty bleak right now. And, you know, Ziyech has been someone who's been fighting extremely, like, hard to get back into the side. That, like, just looked like a weight off of his shoulders kind of thing. And he really wasn't in the mood to, like, oh, I'm gonna celebrate. But, yeah, um... God, I'm, I'm really just... Dude, this Chelsea team is really starting to worry me. I mean, we had the conversation last week, or earlier this week, about how... West Ham have had a lot of issues, you know, especially with over the last few weeks, getting all three points in games they should be getting all three points in. Friendly reminder, Arsenal, Tottenham, United are all teams that are right there. And especially when you start playing with these games in hand, you don't know what can happen. I get it. We've already kind of concreted that it's going to be City 1, Liverpool 2. And honestly, I'm 100% okay saying that at of this point in the season. But I'm telling you right now, Chelsea, with the way they've been playing, with the attitude that this team is playing with, and with the distractions this team has at the moment, uh, I, I'm really sorry. JD, is it too much for me to say I don't think Chelsea's guaranteed that third spot? Uh, I, think, I think they will get third. I think, that, I, I think they will get third. By all means, they will get Champions League, no problem. But I, I think they have cemented third place. I think West Ham, Tottenham, Arsenal, United, Wolves, and, and I'm throwing Wolves in there because they're they've been pretty good as of late. I, I I don't see any of them doing enough to to beat out Chelsea for third. I think I think it's going to be a five team race for that fourth place. Yeah, I mean it's it's I mean honestly that's probably going to be the bigger story. Is you know I do I just I don't know I look. I look at this Chelsea side and I don't see where winners are coming from. I mean, we I I made the point at the beginning of the season where it's just like, oh dude, 100% Romelu Lukaku and this side are going to just absolutely just bulldoze teams because you're going to take a team that just won Champions League and you're adding one of the best strikers in Europe. Well, the one of the best strikers in Europe within a season, within half a season has said he doesn't want to be there. 
has joked already that he wishes he could go back to Inter. And he, I mean, good God, you know, do we even want to talk about his goal scoring record up to this point? Like, he's not delivering where he needs to. Just food for thought before we move on. Frank Lampart was fired at this point of the season last year, 11 points behind the team in first. Thomas Tuchel currently right now is 11 points behind the team in first. And didn't he just win uh, manager of the year? Ah, <laughs> uh, see? I, it's, it, it, when, when, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if JD and I are seeing something, I'm, I pray to God you're seeing it as well. Because, um, but he won the Champions League. Which, hold on. Hold on. I actually think winning a major trophy like that gives you at least, like, a year or two to be like, eh, I kind of fucked up. But it's okay. Look at this big shiny thing in our, you know, trophy cabinet. Yeah, this is me. Um, so we're going to move on, guys. Um, we're going to move on to, um, Wednesday's games. My goodness. Uh, probably one of the most blockbuster endings ever. The latest... Latest winner, I think I saw something like that, the latest comeback victory. Two goals in 82 seconds from Steven Bergwijn of Tottenham would see Tottenham beat Leicester City 3-2. to two. JD, I, it, theatrical. I mean, absolute fucking drama and the most Leicester game on earth. Literally. If I had to choose a team or a game to define a team... It's Le this is this is Lester because Lester looked good for ninety five percent of the entire event and then blew it with only one last thing they had to do. My goodness, JD, how else can you describe this game besides an instant classic? I mean, lest we forget her. Oh, get it? Yeah, I got it. That's that was good. That was good. That was good. I I hope people at home got that because that was pretty good. Yeah, I literally just came up with that. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, Lester. I this is kind of what they're getting known for. I mean, people are gonna forget about the nine nil demolishing of Southampton a couple years ago. It's it's getting to the point where Brendan Rodgers really needs to do something. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't needed to do much in the, in the last couple seasons. Excuse me as I climb back on my hill that I have been screaming from for the past two years, where. Brendan Rodgers is not a good manager. No. He's I, not. No, He's look, not a look, good manager. Look, he is a decent manager. He just hasn't really done anything at Leicester other than bring in Yuri Thielmans, in my opinion. And I guess James Madison, but that, that was probably going to happen inevitably. I... I I don't I don't know what he needs to do. I, I, I'm not in that position to tell him. Um... I, I don't know, but you, you can't... You can't give this game up like he did. Well, it's not really as it's like the players did. I, I mean, Soyuncu, I, I, he should probably sit a game out. <laughs> yeah, he should probably when... sit a game out and, th and think about this one because there's no there there's no reason as a Premier League center back you should be letting those two goals in. Yeah, it's like if Har I just theoretically, if Harry Maguire was the one who gave up those, he would be fucking put on the cross and I mean, crucified. I mean, he has been, and and, yeah, and he well, has been. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, honestly, like, I, dude, I want to bring. I mean, first of all, I'm gonna take nothing against Conte's side on this one. I mean, to have the guile and to have the composure 
to stick with the game plan all those minutes. I mean, because at this point, the first goal wasn't scored with only... Or the first, you know, the game-tying goal was scored with only 10 or 15 seconds left in the original allotted amount of time given at the end of the game. To be able to immediately get the ball turned over, immediately push up the field, Harry Kane needs some credit because he was a big factor in everything Tottenham did in this game and ended up having the key key assist for the Steven Bergwijn goal right there at the end. I'm telling you right now, man, Harry Kane is getting hot at the exact right time Tottenham need him to. And honestly, I think if Tottenham want to continue, especially with Sun still being out for a little bit, um, dude, if Harry Kane is pulling off performances like this, when Sun does come back, this is this Tottenham side is one of the teams that I think Chelsea has to worry about. Because if Tottenham start winning games in hand and they start looking really good in the process... I could easily see Spurs in this current form go for it. This game proves this team has character and they can compete in any game whatsoever. And yes, I will die on my hill. Brendan Rodgers is one of the lesser managers in the Premier League, in my opinion, and he'll fail upwards. Uh, a job above Leicester will become available and Brendan Rodgers will get it because, yeah, I don't have a reason. He just will. Um... You shouldn't get rewarded for just keeping a good Leicester side good. Sorry. Well, well um, I, I don't disagree with you, but eh, I don't know. I still rate him. But I will I will say one thing. Dylan, Dylan Pruitt, if you are listening to this, I beat you on fantasy by one point. You had Harry Kane. Thank God Pats and Daka scored. I beat you by one point. God, man. You get have to make, come on, dude. No, you let you let our Tottenham fans have their fun, okay? Excuse me, if my team ever did anything like that, I'd be fucking, I'd be running down my goddamn block with no pants on in ten degree weather. <laughs> um, well, speaking of my team, the final game of Wednesday: Manchester United three, Brentford one. In a game where Brentford dominated the first forty-five minutes, and it took another world-class effort from David de Gea to keep the game zero-zero at the half. Clearly, Ralph Ragnick's halftime talk led to a lot of good fortune because Man United would turn around and score three straight goals before conceding a late goal to lose David De Gea's clean sheet. Um, honestly, I, I made a comment during the game um, just after Marcus Rashford scored his goal, and I said, this is the exact game Man United needed, which is the defense looks solid, uh, Rafael Varane looked comfortable, uh, you're seeing a lot of you're just you're seeing a lot of players kind of now start to like show what they can do in this system. Speaking of systems, Ralph Ragnick has admitted he is scrapping the four two 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 formation and going to a classic four three three. Holding two dicks. Uh, I'm telling you right now, hearing those words two hours before the game literally made my heart warm up because it's like okay, now. Bruno should be able to fly in a 4-3-3. What does Bruno do? Has one of the best games he's had all season. Again, now you have Bruno having back-to-back -back games. Cristiano Ronaldo being involved in the build-up play in some of these goals, which is really, really nice seeing him kind of now work his way into what it is to be a team. Um, the key story, though, like I said, Marcus Rashford getting on the goal sheet is a massive plus because he's a guy who's just... Do he needed a goal. He needed a goal. But JD... Mason Greenwood getting on the goal sheet off of a great 
run by Bruno and then just a tap in by Mason. But besides the point, Anthony Alenga, another kid through the United Academy who seems like this is again, this is his third, I think it's like his like third or fourth straight game where he's had very good minutes. He played all 90 and he, I mean, outside of a beautiful ball from Fred, basically created that first goal. JD, if United can find another diamond in the rough, like another Marcus Rashford or another Mason Greenwood, I mean, sky's the limit for Alanga, but does this performance, not just from Alanga, but all of Man United, does this does this give you any hope that maybe they might be able to make a late push for a top four spot? I mean, it's it's a start. It's a start. I this is a, a pretty good Brentford side who actually I don't I don't think played that poorly. Um, oh, they played great. No, they played great. They they had their chances. Um, but a, a team like Brentford, if 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 they're playing a team like Manchester United and Manchester United is on their game, there's no way they're gonna win it. They they just won't. So I I I can't I don't have anything bad to say about Brentford here, but for United, this is this is a great start. If if they can they can push out performances like this consistently yeah though they will definitely get a top four spot the question is can they do it because they really haven't done it all season so i it's up it's up to the players at this point ralph ragnick does he he honestly i don't think he influences the team that much because he, he can't he's only there for six six months in quotations i there's nothing he's gonna do that's gonna re- like truly inflate. He he is there to, you know, do like to perform all the manager duties in the sense like during training and and you know stand on the touchline. He's not doing much. What he will do for the club is what he does after being the manager in this yeah. as the sporting director. And I I, I just I it's down to the players if they can uh, if they can do what they did. In the midweek, they have a very good shot of getting top four. Uh, speaking of things Ralph Ragnick might do after he is done being the interim manager, apparently a leak from inside... Um, oh my god, excuse me. My goodness. I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I can't stop burping. Apparently a report coming in from inside uh, someone at... I forget which one of the local Manchester United uh, papers it is, but apparently Ralph Ragnick has taken a basically a wish list to the hierarchy of Manchester United, basically board members, probably the Glazers are probably involved in this. Apparently on that report said Harry Maguire, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, and Luke Shaw need to be removed That's from hilarious. the team. That's Need to be I saw removed that, yeah. from the... Yeah, that, that they That's need to so be funny. removed from this roster because none of them are true Manchester United players. What does Rangie know about being a true Manchester United player? <laughs> he's been no, there, he's no, been there no, a month. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. That might be the wisest thing I've heard any Manchester United manager say in the last six years. Like, I'm not trying to be mean here. Oh my god, he sees what every single other person does. Like, that, and the fact that it's taken Ragnick, a guy who's only been there a couple months, to turn around and go, okay, you guys are clearly the problem. Like, you guys are clearly what's not working. It's amazing past managers have not been able to, like, look at that and been like, hey, a change needs to be made here. Matt. And honest... Matt, what? Harry Maguire, yes, I agree. Luke Shaw is not a bad player by any means. Aaron Wabasaka is just being played out of position. He, the, he, one problem, the one problem you have here is in the system that United want to play, Aaron Wambasaka can't go forward. And honestly, yes, I'm sorry. What I'm saying I'm is he's being played out of position. He needs to play center back. Replace he's Harry not, Maguire he, with Aaron Wambasaka. He's not, 
he's not, first of all, Aaron Wan-Bissaka is not big enough or physical enough to be able to play a center back yeah, position. Yeah, it's 2022. We can fix that. I just, I don't, I don't know. The sport, sports think, science and, and yeah. healthy and, eating and, I, and, and lifting. And honestly, like, and honestly, the fact that Luke Shaw has been basically bumped in and out of the system so often since his, I just, I'm done. I'm personally also done with the Luke Shaw experiment because, like, he's hot, he's not. He's hot, he's not. He's hot, he's not. You know, no one's talking about how Alex Tellez came in and has been quietly very, very good. Uh, apparently, defense is his biggest problem, but Alex Tellez has looked actually fairly competent defensively. Oh, and he's actually able to go forward consistently. I'm sorry, kind of sounds like I have my left back and I don't need to worry about Luke Shaw. Oh, Alex Tellez was also like $25, $30 million less. Shrugs shoulders. But we're going to move on. Uh, guys, that is going to be the end of the games that at least happened this past week. Like I said, it was only a few uh, games uh, before we went on for this week's games. Uh, a quick points update. Um, JD and the fans, y'all pitched a donut. Three games, no results. Damn. Yeah, that was... I mean, honestly, like... Uh, let me look back. I, I, I wrote it down. I think someone, whoever... I mean, it's too funny because we look at the Leicester City Tottenham result. JDU chose a draw. The fans chose Leicester City. I chose a Tottenham win. To think, in the last two minutes, all three of us almost had that result. <laughs> like, I just thought that was too funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, the the new points come out. Myself at 95. JD at 92. The fans at 91. JD, I'm starting to make a gap. I'm starting I, to pull away. I always have a late season push. Just you yeah, wait. that's oh, ooh, I'm ready for that late season push. But yeah, boys, boys and girls, we are gonna now start um, Friday when you are listening to this at three o'clock Eastern on well, yeah, the East Coast. Duh. Watford will be taking on Norwich City. Now, yes, Norwich are coming off of a very very big win. Um, Watford have not looked horrible. I don't trust either of these teams. Sounds like a Friday draw to me. So, JD, what are you thinking? This game's going to suck. It's going to be the worst team in the league. Not by, not by standings, but by perform, by overall performance. I know Norwich City just won. You don't have to remind me. But worst team in the league versus one of the worst. So, I, I'm going to go nil-nil draw here. I, I, I can't see either team beating the other at this point. Now... Now the fans are going with Watford. Now that that's Holter, fair. That's yeah, fair. That's, that's fair. fair. I think Watford no, are better than Norwich yeah, just by a little a, bit. That is a hundred percent fair. I'm not taking anything away from you, but let me just put a little bit of a backstory on this. If Norwich win, Norwich go out of the bottom three, and I don't seems, think absolutely. I, 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 I they their fans are going to party. We are past january or at least we're at the end of january and we're not in the bottom three ticker tape parade double decker if, buses just if norwich city win i am on the norwich city fan bus Dean, because Dean Smith, because Dean 10-year contract yeah because the memes if norwich city stay up uh, oh my god that'll be absolute scenes so i if they win this game i will i will talk about norwich city differently the rest of the season and just to think we were gonna just sing sugar we're going down all the way through the end no of the no season, but, but if it, when they draw or lose this game I, it's it's done it's done 
On to Saturday morning, uh, Everton will be hosting Aston Villa. Now, Everton, they just lost to Norwich. Aston Villa uh, are one of the hotter teams in the Premier League right now. JD, I'll have you start this one off first, but I can't see Stevie G's first performance against Everton as a coach. I feel like this will be good. Uh, Felipe Coutinho hat trick, and in the post game interview, uh, he 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 yells to Suarez to come to Aston Villa. Yeah. So uh, an, I mean, e- an easy five no win overall. Yeah, the fans as well myself all with Aston Villa. Hold on one second, and let's talk about that. That apparently. Luis Suarez might be available not, as soon as January. So like as probably talking, in the su- probably in the summer, but oh my god! But for free, <laughs> Stevie G is getting the band back together, and he's like in like in all the best ways. I'm just waiting for like God. Who else? I'm waiting for Sturridge to come back. I'm waiting for Skirtle to come back. The, th- like, the thing the thing is, Sturridge would be on maybe a better option than Suarez just because of age. But at the same time, you're not going to pass up Suarez. He's, oh, he he can see he can still do it. So like you're not going to pass it up. But yes, Martin Skirtle, he's still playing. Fucking yeah. Lucas Leva. <laughs> yeah, Lucas like, Leva would be hilarious. Like back I'm at just Aston like, Villa. I mean, like it sounds kind of crazy, but like I mean, Stevie G could just turn around and just call Jurgen Klopp. He's like, hey, you doing anything with that uh, James Milner guy? <laughs> I kind of, I kind of have like eight spots no, for him. No, don't, don't, don't worry. Klopp will always need need James Milner. I, I think Milner is going to eventually. He will retire and not leave. Like he'll, he'll just immediately become part of yeah. the coaching staff. That's what's going kind, to happen. Yeah. I could see him doing exactly like what Michael Carrick did, which is yeah, just like, yeah. he just basically like, I have retired, shakes hands, does a full 360. Here's your office. <laughs> Here's my office. Here's shakes hands. Office. Here's your office. It's right right next to the dressing room. <laughs> like, you're not going anywhere. I can just see James Milner as that type of guy who just stares out his window and watches the team practice. And he just looks at the guy next to him and goes, you know, I used to be out there. You know, I, you know, I can still do what they do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, Y'all remember 2003? That's when I made my debut for Leeds. Yeah. Like, he talked uh, to like some 18 year olds. Like, I bo- I was so, born in 2005, or I don't, I, I can't do math, but you know what I mean. Like, sir, I don't. It's like, sir, I don't know who you are, but like, what do you want for coffee? Um, <laughs> the next game, uh, Brentford will be hosting Wolves. Um, this game. I'll start with the fans first. And the fans are going with Wolves. And I am also going to agree strictly on Wolves have had a little bit more rest. And Brentford's, they had a really big problem against United. Especially with United being as open as they were. I think Brentford are going to have less opportunities at the net than they, you know, against Wolves than they will when they have had against Man United. And... I mean, the outright pace of Manchester United's counterattack really kind of showed how weak Brentford is in the back, and that's exactly what Wolves do. So I think Wolves, I think it'll be a close game, but I think Wolves could, you know, walk away with a, like a 2-1 victory in this. So, J.D., what are you thinking to finish this up? I, I think Wolves have been on a very good run, so I think I kind of have to go with them. But at the same time, Brentford, like, Brentford can play against a team with confidence. And I think that's what Wolves are right now. 
so I, I'm kind of torn. I'm kind of torn. Not I don't I don't see a draw in this. I think it's I think it's be very open. Yeah. And I, I yeah, just yeah, to be di- just to be yeah. different. I'm gonna go Brentford. Oh, I'm gonna go Brentford. I'm gonna go Brentford. I think I think they can do it. I would not be surprised if Wolves beat the shit out of them. But I think they can do it. It's just yeah. it's just like it's just like last season when I predicted that Sheffield United Manchester United match, and Sheffield yeah. beat United. Yeah, I love bringing except, that up. Yeah, yeah, no, it's nice. You know, I, I appreciated that reminder that you you sent me the other day. I was just like, because I was confused. I was confused in the context. I'm like, hey, do you remember when Sheffield beat Man United? And I go, like, are you looking for an exact date? And he goes, no, I just want you to remember. I go, how could I, for, like, how could I forget? Like, <laughs> I won $30 uh, off that game. Oh, there you go. I put gas in your tank for the week. Um, <laughs> no, I drive a yeah. hybrid. I, I put $30 in my gas tank every, like, month and a half. Well, you know what? Some of us care, and some of us don't care about the environment, JD. And yeah, you care, and I that's do. all that matters. I do. Uh, Leeds United will be going up against Newcastle. Um, Leeds being home kind of makes me kind of think that Leeds can take it. Um, I hate choosing Leeds. I'm going to choose Leeds. I hate choosing leads because, like, every time I choose leads and they don't, like, perform, I'm just, like, I sit there and I just curse at the sky. And I'm just, like, why? Why did I allow Bielsa to get in my head? But, yeah, I think leads, um, I think they're just going to just be more physical than Newcastle can. And I think that's going to be the biggest problem. Uh, The fans, though, think a draw. So, JD, what are you thinking? I'm back on the leads bandwagon, man. I'm back on it. Big win against West Ham last weekend. They're, I mean, they're they're thinking about making moves. Hear about that uh, twenty million twenty million pound uh, bid for Brendan Aronson? Yeah, um, that would be spicy. It would not be the right time. Wait till the summer. Wait till the summer. But yeah, but that would be huge. He would fit that system very well. Oh yeah. Oh Oh, my god. He he would thrive in that system. I don't mean I don't mean Bielsa's system. I just mean the other players at Leeds and. Honestly, I'm not like for like by any means. Two completely different players. But when Rafinha leaves, probably in the summer, Aronson could be a good replacement. Not the, oh, yeah. not the same style of player by any means, but that that wouldn't be a that wouldn't necessarily be a step down. So if, if they if they sold Rafinha for pro, I mean they'll probably sell him for fifty million pounds. And yeah, if they brought in Brendan Aronson in the summer for twenty million. That is just good business, in my opinion. It, that is that is all. I mean, that is all depending on Leeds staying up. I don't think well, yeah. they'll go down. I have no, no, I have no, I have no. no thought that they will go down, but you never know. I mean, right now they're in fifteenth, but they are nine points safe of the drop. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. I, I have no feelings of them going down, but. There's a lot of season left. No, I. But I'm, I'm gonna cho- I'm gonna choose him here because Newcastle. I, I I don't know. I. I just I the one problem you're gonna have, and this is the problem I think a lot of people kind of knew Newcastle would have is yeah you're gonna continue to bring in all these new people, but the issue is is these guys don't gel with each other yet. They haven't had enough time to work with each other, kind of figure out where people are going to be, tendencies and stuff like that. That's stuff that takes full off seasons, if not entire years. Newcastle are trying to put together this rock star lineup and basically going, go, just just save us. 
I think Newcastle, and you can kind of tell with the signings that they're doing, I think Newcastle know they're going down and know that these signings are not going to be the things that are going to keep them up. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, speaking of Leeds beating West Ham, we will now talk about West Ham. Manchester United will be hosting West Ham in the final of the 10 game, 10 a.m. slots here on the East Coast. JD, I'll have you start this one off first. Man United are coming off of a very big win. West Ham are coming off of a very devastating loss. Now, Man United, though, did play during the week. So what are you thinking? I think you, I think Manchester United can still do it. It'll be a tight game, a very tight game. But I, I think I think United, Manchester United squeak by, by a goal. Whether that's 1-0, whether that's 4-3. Yeah. I, I think it'll be a very good game. Like this is definitely a game I'm watching, but it'll be tight. So I, I'm I'm gonna go Manchester United, but West Ham will will, will give them a very good game. Oh yeah. Um, the fans are going with a draw, but for the second week in a row, the fans went with a draw, but more fans chose West Ham than Man United. Um, I agree with you, JD. I think Man United, as long as they, again, this is strictly if they keep the four three three. Keep the 4-3-3, have Bruno play in the middle where he actually wants to play. Marcus Rashford got a goal. He can get his confidence up. Greenwood got a goal. He's going to get his confidence up. Elanga's now an option. And if Cristiano is able to actually like work as a teammate, who don't, knows what will happen? I don't see that happening anytime soon. He's I, gone I this summer. Know. Oh, I... That is a conversation we're he probably going to have. Summer, yeah. That could be a whole um, episode, but... Uh, yeah. Should um, never have come back but you know uh southampton are going to be hosting manchester city in the 12 30 game real quick, NBC, real quick. N- yeah nbc usa whoever is fucking putting on this game how dare you make this the 12 30 game the 10 a.m slot has like two or three games it's not nbc's has- choice well you know what <laughs> they, they just paid for the broadcasting rights uh- they, I, they, I, they don't decide I, the times. I need to blame someone, JD, okay? I am an American, and I need to blame someone because I have an inconvenience that needs to be convenient. Who, who are you going to blame? You're going you're to blame Rebecca Lowe? No, you're an not. Angry t- an, an angry no, tweet is no. coming. No, not her. No. You're not a bad Never. person. Never. No, I'm not a bad person. But that Robbie Earl guy? No. Right. Um, <laughs> the two Robbies. Where the hell do you two get off putting the Manchester City game at 1230? <laughs> um, yeah, but this this is really quick. Um, yeah, man, I th- I'm just going to write down Man City for you and me because the yeah. fans yeah, went man 100, man, 100% Man City from the fans. It's the only game this week where they went 100%. I'll say, I'll say five, 5-1. James Ward-Prowse goes on the fucking fr- fr- free kick. Oof. Oh, my goodness. I, but I, it I, ends 5-1. Yeah. Yeah. We're on to Sunday, boys and girls. Arsenal will be hosting Burnley. Yeah. You I don't know, know how the fa- I, I I don't know how Arsenal didn't get 100% of the fan vote, but <laughs> the fans went Arsenal. I too am going Arsenal even though, you know, they don't have a midfield at the moment with both Xhaka and Thomas Partey both being on red cards. So funny. Um yeah, um I even think with or without a midfield, I think Arsenal should be able to take this no problem. I think this will be a game where Arsenal are going to have 65 to 75% of the ball. And now that you have guys like Odegaard, Martinelli, Lacazette, guys who can kind of get open in little tight places, 
yeah, I think Arsenal should be able to take it. So, JD, what are you thinking? You know, in in other t- in other times, I I would have gone for like a a really boring nil nil draw or 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 even Burnley just like stealing three points with like a fucking Chris Wood header. But the thing about Burnley now is, it, as much as a new signing can shake up the dressing room, losing a guy like Chris Wood can really shake up the fucking dressing room. Because who are you passing to when you do have the ball? Who who are you going to? It was always Chris Wood. In the last couple seasons, so I, I, I can't see them winning another game this season, and and Arsenal wow. have been good in re, in recent time in recent weeks. I mean, they were pretty piss poor against Liverpool over the week, which I'm happy about. But I see them beating Burnley comfortably. Yeah, being home, you think that has any effect on it as well? Or? I mean, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. It's fucking Burnley now. I'd... Well, I guess we'll move on. Uh, this game, um, I feel like this game could be interesting because of the players Liverpool doesn't have. Crystal Palace will be hosting Liverpool um, in a game where Sadio Mane and Mo Salah, even though not being in the lineup due to AFCON, will... You know, their team is still doing extremely well, but Crystal Palace has been a team that has made a few surprises this year. JD, I'll have you kind of break down this game and then kind of give me your, you know, give me who you think is going to take it. Um, I I think Connor Gallagher has a great game. Maybe gets on the score sheet. I even even without Sal Armane, I, I I think Liverpool have have shown that they can get through this period without them. Um, I mean, Diogo Jota is in the form of his life. Roberto Firmino, as unselfish as he is and has always been, he's in pretty good form. Takumi Minamino hasn't looked that bad. Uh, Ox is out, which is kind of a bummer. I'm I'm thinking throw fucking Cade Gordon into this game. Not Don't start him, but like throw him in as a sub. This 17-year-old kid has looked fantastic in the two cup, uh, the two cup performances over the last couple weeks against Arsenal. I mean... Look, Harvey Elliott's back in training. Uh, the 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 young core of Liverpool is looking really good right now. I don't I don't think they're gonna have a problem against Crystal Palace. I I, I think Crystal Palace will give a give, give a push, but I think this will be pretty comfortable. Maybe three 0 or three one. Yeah, the fans as well as myself, we're not gonna really disagree with you. Uh, Liverpool should take this. Um outside of a master class coming from an individual player from crystal palace i really can't see for 90 full minutes uh liverpool not being in control of this game uh this will probably be Connor gallagher's biggest test because he is going up against an extremely seasoned midfield uh duo in uh fabinho and henderson i think they're going to give him a pretty tough time um they're probably one of the better eight six combos in the league so um yeah, I just I, I think I think if you're Connor Gallagher, if you're looking at this from an individual point of view, I think you just you know try to do as well as you can, um, because this is probably going to be a massive test for some of the bigger teams looking at you. If you can ball out, awesome. You probably just you just probably inked yourself a fifty million dollar move to another English club. Um, but if you really struggle, the the one problem is, is people are probably going to assume that okay, you can do you could just do it against like the you know the smaller fish in the pond. So 
this is big for Connor Gallagher. I think I think that's it. I think all the spotlight's going to be on him. I can't imagine anyone from Liverpool is going to need the is going to need the spotlight in quotation. Yeah, so, no, I, um, I I fully agree. Connor Gallagher could he he could ball out, and that's why yeah. I say a three 0 or three one. I could see yeah. Connor Gallagher scoring some crazy goal because he has it in him. Another 9 a.m. kickoff here on the East Coast. Leicester City will be hosting Brighton. Both of these teams played midweek games. Both of them got very different results. Brighton getting the late-ish equalizer against Chelsea and holding off for a 1-1 draw. Leicester City having a 2-1 lead in the 96th minute and losing. Oh, boy. I don't... I honestly have... It sounds crazy... I'm just going to back on the fans on this one because the fans chose a draw. And honestly, I'm going to choose a draw because I don't think Brighton are going to control this game enough where they can, they're going to dictate like a win. But definitely Brighton are due for an equalizer in the 80th minute. So yeah, why not? I think Brighton now, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look quickly at their statistics here. In their last five games, they have three draws, two wins. Three of the two of those draws are against Chelsea. So yeah, I'm just gonna write down draw for me to e- equal the fans. But JD, what are you thinking? Uh, Brighton one nil. Uh, goal comes after the 82nd minute. Ooh, write I it down now. It. I love it. Here, I'm gonna write that. So I'm just gonna write 82nd minute. Yep. And then, write it down now. There you go. At um, 82nd or later. Well, yeah, that's 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 the point in which I'm like yeah. it's from there on. But yeah, um, oh yeah, we haven't done, or at least I haven't seen a recent poll because Rafa Benitez got fired. So it's like I haven't heard the next big rumor of the next manager who's on the hot seat. But man, if those do, if those results don't start coming in for Leicester, I can't imagine Brendan Rodgers makes it to the end of the I, year. I think no, I think they it's Leicester City. They're backing Rodgers until they, they won't they won't sack in midseason i don't i don't think so i think i think they mutually part ways in the summer i think i said it a while ago yeah i, I think they, i think they mutually part ways in the summer yeah you you those are your exact words you really said that like it's going to be one of those things where he's just like hey you don't have to pay me the rest of my contract but hey i'm gonna go and lester are gonna be like well, upset well that's and, yeah. not a that's not a thing they still have to pay him the rest of his contract but well, he's just usual, agree- he's yeah. just agreeing with the club's notion wow, okay. of sacking him. All right. Well, the final game of Sunday, and funny enough, ladies and gentlemen, the final game for a, like a week and a half. This game's I know, we honest- suck. We we kind of didn't realize. Um, yeah, we kind of didn't realize that. Uh, there's like a week and a half gap. So uh, of course we're gonna have our normal review on Tuesday. Um, and then we'll probably do like a special or something, but we will probably, JD and I will probably take a break or so one of the days we haven't decided yet. So when we find out, you'll find out, uh, the final game on Sunday, another London Derby, Chelsea will be hosting Tottenham. I'll just start off with the fans because the fans are going with Chelsea. Now, JD, I'm interested in hearing who you are going to go for. I'm going for a draw. This game is going to absolutely blow. Chelsea need results, so they're gonna they're they're gonna throw everything forward. And Tottenham are coming off a huge win, so they're also gonna throw everything forward. I, it, it's gonna suck for the result. Like I I think it's either gonna be, it's gonna be like one one or two two. I I just I I can't like. 
it, nothing it, and none of the goals are going to be pretty i'm just calling it now like it, it's, it's going to be bullshit not bullshit goals but like dirty goals like uh, just not clean like just unclean goals i i, I don't know why the, these big games usually fail to deliver the hype and i chelsea are in not a great spot and tottenham coming off a big win they're celebrating and they're no closer to top four than they were. I mean, points wise they are, but but really they're not. They they still have three or four other teams that they need to be better than, and I think they're still on the same level. So I I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go draw. Boring draw. Yeah, I I'm going to agree with you, and the reason why I'm going to agree with you is because. Tottenham have a few injury problems, and honestly, there were points in their game against Leicester where if Tottenham were playing a bigger, stronger, more physical team, they might have had a problem. But at the same time, Chelsea's also dealing with a lot of injuries at the moment. Um, I don't think either team would be happy with a draw, especially with all the movement around the table, uh, especially around those you know final three two spots with Champions League. Um I do, though, think it's going to be a draw because I think at the end of the day, I think both of these teams are going to be cagey. No one wants to make the mistake. No one wants to get the zero, if that makes any sense. So I think a lot of these teams, they're, it's going to be very defensive. You're going to have Conte ball versus Tuchel ball, and usually that's like a, those are both going to be playing like a, either a heavy back four or a back five. So, yeah, I think it is going to be a little bit, it's going to get cagey. Like you said, JD, these big time games in quotation marks usually 80% of the time don't deliver. And I don't think this one is going to be much different from, you know, other stuff going around. So that is going to be the end of the game previews. Uh, now, JD, where we have a few minutes, we have a couple fan questions that we've picked out. Thank you again so much for hitting us up with those beautiful, beautiful fan questions. We greatly appreciate it. It always makes the end of the episode a little bit more fun. And of course, if you are a listener of this episode, please give us a follow on Instagram and make sure to submit all of your fan questions directly there. It will 100% get answered. And of course, it's always a fun time. Mike, our, one of our more faithful listeners. Thank you again, Mike. Um, we appreciate you so much. Have you been watching uh, the African Cup of Nations? If so, who have you been rooting for? Uh, JD, unfortunately, I have not really been on top of the AFCON. Uh, we are now getting to the knockout stages. I believe the group stages are done. So, unfortunately, just because I usually don't have, you know, a horse in the race, I usually don't watch, like, group stage stuff like that. But now that it's to the knockouts... I actually might watch a few of these games. Um, I really don't have a favorite. Um, I guess maybe I would say the Ivory Coast, just because, you know, I'm a big Eric Bailly fan. Maybe I want to see Eric Bailly do some good. Um, but, JD, how about you? Have you been watching anything? Um, I, I mean, I've been watching highlights, just because, I mean, Liverpool has three players playing for three different uh, countries in Naby Keita for Guinea, uh, Sadi Mane for Senegal, and Mo Salah for Egypt. Um, I will say the refereeing in the AFCON is hilarious. Uh, if you haven't seen the the video of, the, I think it was Mali versus Tunisia, uh, the, ref, the ref blew the final whistle in the 85th minute, then brought the players back, and then it was just insane. Somebody got sent off. It, it was insane. It, it was a clear, it was clear match fixing, to be honest. I've never seen anything more clear 
when it comes to like the ref taking control and probably had money on it. Um, but other than that, I mean, Sawa, Mane, and Keita are all through to the knockouts with their respective countries. Um, I will say Senegal are a really good team. They have Sadio Mane. They have um, uh, Benjamin or uh, uh, Mendy, uh, Chelsea goalkeeper, and um, oh fuck, uh, does cool uh, Bali does does he play for Senegal? I believe so. I think so. I might yeah. be. I might be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure he does. Well, if you're um, wrong, you're you're wrong have, with me. They so. have somebody else that I'm thinking of. I can't remember who else they have. I don't remember. But it, look, Egypt is going to be a decent team with Salah and uh, Guinea. For some reason, Navigate Nabi, to always balls out for them, which great. I wish he would do that for Liverpool more often. Um, but Senegal, I'm put, I'm put my, my, I'm, I'm putting my, I'm putting Senegal in my hat for this one. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I've been trying to follow it. It's tough. Cause like the time different it, it's, and the game, I, a lot of the games are like during, during like weekdays and stuff. I, and, and nobody's showing it. So I'm just, I'm just seeing like highlights on social media, but, um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other thing. It's like, I, where, like, I mean, I'll look it up. And of course, where there's, where there's a will, there's a way. And in the power oh, yeah. that you can watch. It, yeah. If I want, went out yeah. of my way, I could, I could find an illegal yeah. stream easily. It's just, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm 27 now. I, I, I feel like I'm, I've grown up where I don't need oh, to illegally oh stream god. stuff anymore. Oh my God. It's also god. a lot. Of, it's a lot easier to not illegally stream stuff now. Yeah, honestly, just the convenience of, you know what, screw it, take my credit card monthly fee, don't Yeah, just... like five bucks a month to watch a bunch of games, like, eh, yeah. fuck it. I'm an adult now. I'm not I'm not a poor college student. Still drinking that Natty Light, though, though, right? Yeah, and uh, it's not weird to drink Natty Light after college. It's actually financially responsible. Here at the EPL, boys, we're financially responsible. Oh, boy. Don't fucking forget it. Oh boy! Why did I not look at the questions before? Yeah, he we already. Yeah, I know. It. He already sent me. Uh, he uh, sent me the message and said, "Get ready to answer this on the podcast." Uh, what our 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 good listener, good friend, good pal of the podcast, Trevor asks, "What makes JD the best pundit in football?" Well, I'm gonna answer it in one one word and one word only. Unbiased, boys and girls. Unbiased. His unbiased. Yeah, yeah it just. You're, you put him in a room next to Jamie Carragher and you'll never be able to figure out who's the bigger Liverpool fan. You'll never figure it out. I mean, look, you have to, th- yeah, for, first you have to think, I have a huge brain. Like, I, my knowledge of basically everything is, is, oh is just God. undoubted. Like, I, everyone who comes into contact with me just Trevor, you, Trevor, feels, you smar- feels smarter as they walk away. Trevor, you started this, and I, I, I'm very much not happy you started this because now JD's just gonna walk around like, hey, I got the biggest dick in the room. What's going on? You want me well, to open well, out? Well, I, I wasn't gonna say that, but now that you bring it up, um, oh, no, I, my, my football knowledge, I, I'm very unbiased when it comes to it. Um, yeah, I very. look, I look great in a suit, even though I didn't, I didn't used to be a, a, a footballer. I mean, I was in high school. I, I could have gone pro, could have, could have, but I chose not to. I chose to comment on the sport rather than play it. But yeah, it, it just it just comes down to my my large brain, my footballing knowledge. I I, I just want you to know that, Matt. Yeah. Remember, no, remember, I, remember, I found you. 
Yes, yes, you did. I found you. Know you. What? Actually, you know no. What? Sorry, sorry. I didn't find you. You, you got on your knees and yep. begged and yep, begged was to it. join this podcast because I needed because I needed to be next to the mighty JD Trevor. I, I Trevor. That's it. <laughs> what is what is the difference? Oh, here, JD. What's the similarities between Granite Jaka and Trevor? Um. Three podcast banned from questions. Sorry, Trevor. That's how dare you open Pandora's box like that. <laughs> this is me showing you a red card. I am giving you a red straight red. Three matches. I'm sorry, didn't want to do it, but I went to VAR. Clear call. Final question. <laughs> final question from another amazing human being, JC. JC, how are you, my friend? I miss you. What? What player do you think your team needs to sign this window to improve them? Hold on. <clears throat> Declan Rice, Declan Rice, Declan Rice, Declan Rice, Declan Rice, Declan Rice. I'm shaking my laptop. Declan Rice, Declan Rice, please, Declan Rice. Oh, God, Declan Rice. Oh, my God. Everything about Declan Rice is so good. Just pay the $115 million. I don't even care anymore. Like, uh JD? Uh, unreal, unrealistically, Erling Holland, obviously. Um, realistically, here, here's something that I read, which is funny because I knew who the player was because I've signed him on my Creative Club FIFA career mode in FIFA 22. Uh, Fabio Carvalho, uh, nine, yeah, he's 19, 19 year old attacking midfielder from Fulham. Uh, this might actually happen. Liverpool might sign Fabio Carvalho from from Fulham. Uh, I think he scored like six or seven goals in the championship this season so far. Uh, there, I, it would be like a five million pound deal. Um, I as soon as I read that, I was like, "Fucking sign him!" I don't care. Like, fucking sign him. I mean, Harvey Elliott come back. You got another Fulham product when the first one worked out pretty has has worked out pretty well so far get him i mean in, i mean not that this is real life but in fifa he's been great for me <laughs> i got him as i had no idea who he was and i looked up i looked him up i was like ooh, this guy could be really good he he grew like fucking 15 overall points in like two seasons not that that means anything in real life yeah but Unf yeah, he has performed yeah. well in the championship i was looking at his stats so far i they're pretty good fucking sign him yeah, I, I don't think liverpool really needs to sign anybody like a big, I don't think they need a big signing in like this January. Um, but hey, if they want to fucking spend a hundred million pounds on Erling Holland now, so they don't have to fight for a signature in the summer, yeah, grab him. Yeah. You really? I mean, I don't feel like there's a wrong answer to that question. So, um, but guys and gals, that is going to be the end of our episode tonight. Thank you so much again for the fan picks and the fan questions. We greatly, greatly appreciate. All the love and support you guys provide us. Uh, remember, we will be back on Tuesday with all the recaps from all of these weekend's games. As well, maybe another segment or two. Maybe we try something new. But yes, like I said, uh, we have a little break coming up. So, of course, what we'll end up doing is we'll do like some type of special. And then, yeah, well, we'll figure it out. When we figure it out, you'll figure it out. We are a very much on-the-fly podcast. So, uh, yeah, guys, be safe. Be well. Um... Stay warm out there because it is getting cold. So, guys, uh, for Matt, 
JD, guys, see you next time. Peace out.